Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Seth Golden talking about why you shouldn't associate results with your work. I chose this clip because Seth Golden puts it perfectly. If you only focus on the results, if you fail, then you'll be set back so many times that you don't want to keep going. Or if you focus on the results, you'll never actually want to get started because you'll be thinking about what if you fail the whole time. He says a perfect analogy here. What if you could do something and you knew you were going to fail? Would you do it anyway? And if you do it anyway, what would you do? My biggest takeaway is that when you associate results with it, you really spend your time focusing on how to get them versus focusing on how to get better at your craft. Seth Godin wants you to do it every day for three years, five years in a row. Then you'll get better. But you'll never get there if you're always worried about the failure or even what he says is you're focusing on anxiety as well. When you focus on anxiety, as Seth Godin puts it, you're focusing on pre-failure. You're thinking about all of the ways that you can fail before you actually fail. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to ask for clarification on probably one of the most profound, at least for me, inspiring messages in the book, which is your recommendation, your counsel, not to attach the outcome uh, to the work, to ourselves. Can you break that down and help us understand? Because I... I hear the words. I'm really trying to let that sink in and seep in deep so that I can embrace that and live that. But it is so hard. Yeah. All right. So uh, Charlie Kaufman made a movie and it got picked by Sundance. Does that tell us something about Charlie Kaufman or does that tell us something about the movie? What does it mean to get picked by Sundance, to be in a festival? Does that mean you won as a person? Okay. What about getting rejected? If your movie doesn't make it into Sundance, are you a bad person? I think not. And I think that you need to make the movie you're going to make in the way you want to make it, knowing its trajectory. And your goal might be to get into Sundance. That could be part of the movie you want to make. And then when it doesn't get in to whatever festival you have in mind, you've learned something about what you made. And you've learned something about the jury. Maybe the jury didn't have room for the kind of movie you made this year. Maybe the person on the jury had a favor they had to trade to somebody else. Maybe they just didn't like what you made. Or maybe you can learn from the fact that you got rejected, and the next time you make a movie like that, you'll make it better, and it will get in. But at no point in any of this should you think that getting in means you're a good person, and not getting in means you're not a good person, because those aren't the same thing. And if you are spending your days willing and wishing and hoping to get picked and you are spending your nights beating yourself up because you didn't get picked, you have no time to do your work. And so my argument is, let us be clear about who it's for and what's it for, the change we seek to make. And then let us go all in to make our work and leave aside our willing and hoping, our attachment to the outcome. Because the outcome is the outcome whether or not we are attached to it. Yeah, because I can hear the chatter. I can hear the pushback. Like, of course the outcome matters, right? If, if we just hear a little bit of 
if we just hear a partial piece of that advice, which is don't care about the outcome. Well, of course we have to care about the outcome. We know we don't set out to make bad stuff, right? Unless we do, but it is so hard. I mean, you talk about the 800 rejection letters that you got. Um, do you, do you still remember those people? Do you still remember the words that like me, do they ever come ringing back in your ears sometimes, especially when you're succeeding? Does that ever happen to you? Um, it, there's only a few I know by heart. Um, I, I think it was 40 years ago. I think the key is this. There's a difference between caring and attachment, and there's a difference between it mattering and attachment. Attachment means I am somehow related to that. Attachment means it will be the narrative of my days. It will be the place I go to determine if I am worthy. That never pays off. If you spend your whole life thinking about dying, you're not spending much time being alive. And I got to tell you, we're all going to die. So you shouldn't get attached to the fact that you want to live forever, because you won't. And if you get attached to it, you won't enjoy the moment. And so what I'm saying is, when we are doing our work, we are doing our work. We have a goal. We have a destination. We are aware of it, but we are not attached to it. So the, the riff that I like is uh, people talk about what would you do if you knew you could not fail, which I think is a silly question because I'd want invisibility and flight and time travel and things like that. The better question is what would you do if you knew you were going to fail? If you were sure you weren't going to get into Sundance, then what movie would you make? If you were sure that your script was going to be turned down by every studio in Hollywood, then what script would you write? What would be worth writing even if you got turned down? It turns out, ironically, paradoxically, if that's what you write, you're probably not going to get turned down. Yeah, I love that because it is very freeing, right? It releases you from the pressure both ways because you're right, it does... Success and failure can cut the same way. You can start, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid and believing you're all that because you won an Academy Award once because you were in the right place at the right time or you had the right jury or the right script or you found magic, you know, maybe legitimately. But you're right. If you start attaching yourself to the positive outcome too, it also leads down a roll of trouble. Correct. Yeah. Um, Let's go back to rejection because it is definitely a trigger for me. And I don't know if you can relate with this at all, but sometimes when I feel rejected, I do this self-sabotage thing where it's like I already it's it's not it's not just assuming that everything's going to go badly, but it's like I deliberately make sure that it happens, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um can you relate with this at all? Okay, so anxiety, not the anxiety that a mental health professional might help with, but everyday anxiety, is experiencing failure in advance. And it's even worse than failure. Because failure is real. You don't have to wait and wonder. It's here. And I experienced it, and that sucked. But anxiety is imagining all the different ways the failure could come and when it's going to come and suffering the whole time. So it's easy to imagine a scene in a screenplay where somebody walks in finally getting the meeting 
with the studio executive and just punches him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> because at least then it's over with. Yeah. Right? I already know you're going to say no. Right. There's no chance. Because it's the chance that makes it even worse. Because we're so attached to that glimmer, that slice, that we spend part of our time dreaming that it's true and most of our time uh, in mourning because it didn't work out. And so when, if you find yourself doing that, I used to do it all the time. I still do it a little bit. Um, you need to look where the trigger is. What starts you on that cycle? And work to extinguish the trigger. Because if the cycles keep expanding... They're getting in the way of your work as a creative. And don't use it as fuel. Using it as fuel is really the problem because it doesn't, as my friend Brian says, Brian Koppelman, it doesn't burn clean. If you're using revenge or glory as the fuel to do this work, not generosity, then you will burn out. Yeah. And, and I like the message of the book because it seems to me like the antidote really is, as you say, in the practice. You say, show me your bad script. Show me your, you know, terrible video. A and so, am I right? Is that the antidote? Is, is, is doing the work day in, day out the answer? It, it's the only way forward. Because if you do the work day in, day out, you're too busy to develop that noise in your head. And your craft has to get better. Because you're discovering all the things that don't work. You're discovering all the dead ends on your way to moving forward. So if we're doing that work, 7,500 blog posts in a row, right? if we're doing that work, oh, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one, everything will get better at the same time that the noise in our head starts to subside. I heard a story, maybe it was a rumor, I don't know where I heard it. Um, I heard that you got offered the shot to be one of the sharks on Shark Tank. And you turned yeah, they it down. Wanted, they wanted me to audition to be the nasty judge. Yeah, the, the, the part played by the other guy with less hair. His name will not be mentioned. But ironically, 40 years ago, he bought the company that I worked at a year after I left. That, Isn't that weird? That is. It's almost like, um, what's that Seinfeld episode where he's living in a bizarro world? It's like, and he is the antithesis of you. He's very greedy. He's a savage. And you're this genuine, you know, generous. That's interesting. Yeah. And I said, you mean you want me to trade uh, what I stand for to be famous? And I said, what? why is that a good deal? I'm not interested. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can leave a rating on Spotify or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Both will go a long way in supporting this podcast. You can find the link in the description. You can also support this podcast with the links in the description. Thank you so much for your support. Stay hungry and stay dangerous.